Hello and welcome to another episode of Bare Minimum Babe. My name is Amanda Cunningham and I am the founder and host of Bare Minimum Babe. Today's episode is how I feel like right now it is being shoved on our throats that everything is a mindset issue. And to me, in my opinion, this kind of makes me feel like it's telling us that our feelings and our experiences are in a lot of ways invalid or irrelevant. And I feel like this is especially true for women. Like any kind of problem that we have, the remedy is you just need to change your mindset or, you know, just change how you feel about it or like reframe it. And like, don't get me wrong, mindset definitely comes into play, but it's not every single time that it's being pushed. Like, what if what I'm saying is legit and the situation is trash and these people are trash and I just need to change the actual situation, the people around, whatever it is, not change how I look at it or my feelings about it or how my mindset is essentially. So before I get too much in the episode and talk about this too much, I wanted to quickly share that I'm something personal and I'm just really excited for my future generally and the future of Bare Minimum Babe. It's been a millennial minute since I've been able to, I guess, genuinely say that. Um, and just quick little side story about millennial minute is that my husband is not a millennial. And so I say things like, yeah, I'll, I'll, it's been a minute since I did this, you know, millennial say it's been a minute when it could be literally a month, a year, five minutes, whatever. And so my husband's like, when you say minute, are you talking about the millennial minute, which literally could be any amount of time or an actual minute, Amanda? And I'm like, um, it's been a minute. Um, so anyways, that's a joke, but it's been a millennial minute since I've been able to say that. And I have been working, on a lot and totally using my episodes as the push to not be a hypocrite, like the podcast episode where, um, I was talking about how I procrastinate episode 21, how I had to stop procrastinating and start living a messy action. I actually really like diagnosed myself and analyzed like the poo out of myself on how I procrastinate and stopping myself and just like started basically realized I was doing it and just started writing the things I needed to revamp the bare minimum babe website and get my offer out into the world and put up testimonials from consulting calls with some awesome women that I've been having these last couple of months and honestly just got the ball so rolling. And it's only been like a month and a week into a well, I'm recording this in February 13th on 2023. So it's only been like a month and two weeks into 2023. Not that that matters because like I said in episode 20, our new year's resolution stupid time is a construct of man, more specifically the Romans who just go around adding months and naming them after leaders and their God. Point B is I got so much done in only four weeks, essentially. And I'm so proud of myself. And that's all. It's just cool to talk about. And like, yeah, I did this and I'm working on stuff and the effort's out there and it's working. That's cool. You know? So I just wanted to share that with you personally. And also I realized what's also cool about the podcast. And I don't think maybe as a listener, I realized it so much until I actually started making a podcast is that you're like listening to people share their lives and like share opinions and then change their opinions live, like in, in real time, you know, like the things that I feel and say like five months from like five months ago might not be the same feelings that I'm having like two months from like two months from right now, you know, like people change and grow and things like that. So even as I've been kind of talking about how I've been having, you know, free 60 minute consultation calls, I realized last week that this wasn't really actually working for me and I wanted to change it. I realized like an hour was honestly too long and I've gotten to the point now that I'm like good at the calls and in a much more easeful flow of consulting and hitting the points with the people that I'm talking to and have these women feeling good about their businesses and all those things that I didn't actually need the full hour. And I realized this last week when I had a call and literally at the half hour mark, there was like a natural transition of like, yeah, I'm done. 
And like anything else now that I say is just kind of word vomiting stuff out that she doesn't actually need right now. Like it would just overwhelm her. But I realized I, I still had a half hour. I can't just be like, all right, cool. I think we're, um, I think we're done. Like that's not, I offered the hour. I have to kind of give the hour. Right. So I realized I need to start transitioning to the close sooner because I can't, I really can get to the root quicker of the problem, you know, and then help much quicker and then kind of open that conversation much more quickly. And I no longer need the hour like I did before. So right now the calls are only going to be 45 minutes. And I know that's only 15 minutes shorter, but that's because I know myself and I know that if I don't at least cut it back a little bit, I'm going to start feeling like awkward that I'm not trying to help myself. So anyways, I'm still doing the free marketing consulting calls until the end of February, 2023. But for right now, they're only down to 45 minutes, which I, I don't know why I say only it's 45 minutes. is still a long time. Um, and after this month, they'll be moved down to 30 minutes. And then who knows how long I'll feel after that. Like I said, the cool part about the podcast is that it's ever evolving and kind of you're hearing me learn and do things in real time. So every day I learn something new and pivot slightly and something in a new way. And you're letting me build and grow my business in real time. So like, I'm still writing my marketing copy, creating my lead gen materials, honing my offers. Like it's kind of cool. You're, you're like an OG bare minimum, babe, listener, fan, whatever you want to call it right now. So anyways, that was a super long intro. Let's get started into the actual episode about mindset issues. by someone. This essentially just boils down to what you think and feel about something or someone, just generally your attitude about something. That's it. No other connotations, no self-help lingo. It's nothing about like you and how you feel about yourself. It's just how you feel like your attitude held by like you hold about something or someone. That's it. Many of the other definitions that were more modern were more self-centered and introspective. When I sell self-centered, it meant about the person it was who was holding the beliefs. So for example, one of these definitions was a series of self-perceptions or beliefs people hold about themselves that determine their behavior, outlook, and attitude. Again, about them. It's more about them, like internal stuff. These were the more loaded definitions. So the one that I just read, those were more typical of the more modern definitions. They were more loaded with self-reflection on how a person relates to the world and their view of themselves, especially was more the defining feature of those definitions. And it gives more weight and responsibility on the person with that mindset. And I feel like, like I said in the intro, the word mindset is kind of just thrown around every five minutes now in conversation. If you're discussing an issue with someone or, or something with somebody, and then they suggest to you basically to solve the problems, you just need to shift your mindset about it, which means you just need to change how you think and feel about it essentially. But what if something that I'm saying or someone else is saying the situation is not good for them. It is awful for them. The person they're like not happy with is awful for them, you know, like, and you're out here kind of trying to constantly shift your mindset instead of trying to work on the actual problem. But like, what if the problem is not your mindset, but the actual person or the situation, your mindset might not be the problem. The two kinds of mindset types I see the most hype around are abundance versus scarcity and growth first fixed. So abundance versus scarcity mindset is an abundance mindset believes that there are enough resources for everyone to win versus those with a scarcity mindset believe that there is a number, a limited number of resources so that someone, someone else's win is essentially their loss. And a growth versus a fixed mindset is someone with a growth mindset views things like intelligence, abilities, talents, all those things as learnable 
and capable for improvement through effort versus on the other hand, someone with a fixed mindset might view those same trains as inherently stable and unchangeable over time. So you're born with a set amount of skills or you're not. So you're either good at doing math or you're not. You can either play guitar or you can't. I will always struggle with X, Y, Z. I'm the smart one in my family. My brother is the athletic one. So you just kind of never do athletics. You just assume you're not good. That kind of thing versus thinking I can learn anything if I just put your mind, my mind to it. Um, and obviously with the growth versus fixed mindset, like there are limitations with people like someone who's like six, six is probably going to be better at basketball and be more capable on the court versus someone who's like five, two, like it's just certain things are better with certain, certain talents, certain capabilities, all those things. But that's not necessarily like you could still be a really good basketball player, but there are of course limitations. Like you might not make the NBA because it's a very slim shot anyways. So yes, there are kind of problems with the negative sides of these mindsets, of course, like nobody wants to say like, I don't think I can grow. I don't think that I am capable of learning if you have a fixed mindset or like for the scarcity, you don't want to say like, yes, I'm afraid that if they're winning, I'm losing kind of thing. It's just kind of ingrained in us. And I feel like indoctrinated into us by society, by our teachers, parents, peers, experiences, the media, whatever. Like you don't just think you're dumb because you think that, right? Like you don't just you're not born thinking you're dumb. There are things telling you this, like maybe you didn't get good grades. Maybe your mom called your sister, the smart one, and always talked about how you were great at sports and your teachers always gave hints to do other things. Like maybe going to be a doctor isn't, isn't the best idea. Have you looked at doing, I don't know, plumbing school, whatever that thing is. Um, it, it doesn't matter, but you probably didn't just, you weren't just born with this mindset. Right. And to be fair, I used to subconsciously believe this too, um, and I'll, until I heard about this mindset stuff and realized I thought this as well. Um, and it wasn't just because I had a bad attitude. Like I said, it was because I grew up like someone else's win is my loss. It's because I grew up, you know, kind of poor and I had to struggle and watch others not struggle. And I don't want to make this like an anti-capitalism rant or anything, but capitalism does thrive in this win and lose environment because, you know, if there's a massive company trying to get all these sales, it's driving out competition. Then yes, there is a scarcity of options for those other companies. Like this competition and always grasping for more in capitalism is a scarcity situation. We don't just think these ways because we think these ways, like they're put into us by other things outside of us, like capitalism and our, and our upbringing and other things like that, that we're bombarded with. And I talked about this, um, in episode four, uh, your shine doesn't dim my dim mine. Other women are not your competition. That's episode four. And that was basically my own version of scarcity in the sense of like, if a woman is conventionally beautiful, then we should, then I'm not as pretty. Like her being beautiful means that I'm less pretty because I'm not quote unquote as pretty. And we should all want to look and act like her because she'll get all the men's attention, which means like there's none left over for us. We get her scraps, but we don't. So now we feel like we need to compete with her for something that we're told to want, like all these men fawning over her for her physical appearance, essentially. And I realized, especially when I went through that episode and realized my own thinking and their own issues with that, it did kind of boil down to scarcity and those kinds of not being enough mindset. But it wasn't, again, because I was just thinking that to think that, like I was just born with this. It was because it was ingrained in me from society that she is my competition. But if you look at it like strategically, she's not, you know? And so that's kind of what that episode is about. But we're taught to have this scarcity mindset all around us. Like time is money. We need to make more money because look at all the stuff we can buy with more money. Whatever we have is not enough for whatever reason. And anyone that has perceived more is better off and therefore is taking it from us. Their win is our loss. But this isn't necessarily true. And it creates a hostility for anyone perceived to have something that we 
you don't. And capitalism does feast on this thought, flames the fires and creates competition where there hadn't been previously. And again, not to be anti-capitalism rant, but it like it great, gives great things, but it thrives on this and in many ways is built upon this win-lose environment, like this competition for market share and competing for customers to buy your stuff and lots and lots of it and always grasping for more breeds in us internally a scarcity situation. So it kind of trickles down to us and then bombarded with media and our peers and other things. There's lots of kind of things coming at us from different angles to build this kind of mindset. We are not just born with these kinds of mindset it is put into us. In self-help and business circles, there's a lot of talk around mindset and just shifting your thinking to become a more positive and grateful person. And again, I talked about this also in Gratitude Journal Sucks, that episode. If you want to go back and look at that, that one's pretty cool too. And I get where it's coming from. Like if you shift from a negative attitude, you can fix something into a positive. Like you're you're more able to be creative and you're problem solving because instead of being like, I can't do this, this is just what it is. Like this is just what it is, right? You can now think I can fix this if only I think of solutions. Like that's really helpful, of course. But the issue I see is when any problem or real feelings arise, the answer tends to be just shift your mindset. And that's cool in theory, but in reality, like what if something needs to physically change and not just what's going on in my brain in like a vacuum, like my thinking and feelings around it, like we're taught to be, we're taught to reframe our thinking to just be more positive, more grateful, to self-affirmate your way to self-love and manifest success with, you know, imagery and structured goals. But there's evidence to suggest that a lot of these, you know, gold standard control-based techniques might not be as helpful as we're encouraged to believe. Like, you know, for example... If you're in a bad relationship where you're not feeling, you know, secure and loved because they keep ignoring your calls and they're kind of in and out of your life and leave you unread and you have to kind of nag them and you feel kind of weird about like having to feel like you have to nag them to spend time with you. Does it make sense to like shift your mindset to think things like, well, I know they want space, so I just need to be okay with them wanting it. And, you know, I need to be, I'm so clingy. You know, I, I have this problem, you know, I, that's okay. I'll, I'll just love myself. I'll work on myself and give them the space like, and making you feel a certain type of way about yourself or like, would it make more sense to just kind of accept that this person's just flighty and doesn't seem to actually care. And you can find someone else who can treat you better. And they're not actually giving you what you need in the relationship. And maybe you're not clingy. Maybe you just need them to make you feel secure and they're just not doing it because they're just not giving that to you. And then, so would it make more sense again, like to stay in that situation and have to keep forcing yourself to be like a mindset shift, like shift your mindset or to just take the action and leave them and find someone better. Like your mindset is not the issue here. Like your mindset is not the issue here. The issue is the situation you're in or the people you're around and those types of things. And the solution is just change the situation or change who you're with and just get out of whatever situation that's making you feel that way. It's not necessarily maybe the mindset that you have about that situation or about that person. Positive mindset doesn't equal positive action. And I talked about this in episode 2022, 22, episode 22, why manifesting doesn't work. But basically just because you have a positive mindset and positive feelings and all those types of positive, like good, like feel good things. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're working on taking the positive actions. You can still procrastinate. You can still make excuses and just generally not move forward. You still need to, even with the positive mindset and all those things, you still need to plan and get things done. Having a positive growth and abundance mindset doesn't mean like the battle is done. The mindset work is like the soil to grow your crops. Like 
the soil's good, right? But there's still actual work of planting and watering and weeding out the bad stuff and tending to and like harvesting the stuff that needs to be done. Like this is way more than just work, making sure that the soil is good for planting. It's just step one, essentially. When someone says to shift or change your mindset, when you're talking about real feelings or situations or events or issues, whatever, it's mildly insulting to say the least if they just offer that as a solution to just shift how you're thinking, shift how you're feeling, reframe it. Yes, it could be very well that you can shift how you're feeling it. And if you take a different perspective on it, it might, it, it could be for the best, but it might not be, you know, like it might instead make more sense for you to take away from that thing, that person or situation that's causing this quote unquote mindset issue to bubble up in the first place. So instead of trying to force yourself to shift your mindset and then feeling bad about your inability to do so, it might make more sense to just leave that situation, leave that person, because trying to shift your mindset might do more harm than good. Cause maybe your mindset wasn't the, the issue to begin with. And for me personally, just story on this is I felt I was trying to force this to happen. My example was I was in a relationship that I just kind of couldn't forgive the person and get past things that they had done and the hurt that these actions had caused me and all those things. Right. And all the self-help books and positive mindset stuff said to work on forgiveness as it's only a toxin you carry with yourself and to move past it and see the good in someone, blah, 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 blah. Right. So for like two years, I worked on my mindset of trying to reframe things by looking at, okay, these are the good aspects about them. And like, here's why they probably, I could understand why they did the things they did. They didn't mean to hurt me and blah, blah, seeing their perspective, all those things. But I was still having physical reactions in the presence of this person and like anxiety and like thing. I just couldn't quote unquote, get over it. And like, no matter how many times I've tried to reframe it, it didn't make me, it wasn't able to make me not upset or mad or whatever, like the feelings that I have about it. It wasn't, it wasn't getting rid of those feelings. It wasn't, it wasn't actually helping I then started to feel, I started to feel bad about myself and like, I'm a mean person for not just moving on through it. Like all the mindfulness stuff tells us to like, and I started questioning, am I mean, am I not the compassion person for, for letting the person like learn and let them learn from their mistakes? And like, why can't I just get over this? Like forcing, trying to force myself to shift my mindset was actually creating more anxiety in myself. And I realized it was better for me in that situation to just cut the person out until I felt ready to talk with them again. And, you know, who knows if that day will come. But like, the point is I kept putting myself in a situation with a person that I didn't actually want to be around in an effort to kind of kick myself into a different mindset and attitude towards them and reframing the issues and all that stuff between us. But then like repeatedly failed essentially. And I felt worse about myself because it was on a failing on my part that I couldn't make that shift no matter how much I worked on it and like therapy I went to and books I read and podcasts I listened to and all those things, right? And my solution, like I said, for the foreseeable future is just to kind of extricate myself from that situation with that person. Because if, if I'm no longer around this person and I'm not there to deal with the things that get drudged up, then I don't need a mindset shift because it wasn't, it maybe wasn't needed in the first place. Like, it's not needed because I had the right to feel the way I do and not want to be in that situation anymore. Like maybe this person isn't a nice person for me. And so me trying to shift my mindset about it is actually more harm than good because they're not doing nice things to me anyway. So why should I have to reframe how I want to be treated and like the way that I want to handle things in this situation? It, it might not make sense, right? 
Don't get me wrong. Mindset is super important. It can help so much. It's part of why therapy is amazing. Like it helps you become more objective and better able to see different perspectives so that you can shift into more positive spaces and make more positive actions. But my point is not everything is a mindset issue. If you're upset or feeling a certain way, it's for a reason. And if you can change the situation and not just your mindset, then you should do that because your mindset might not be the issue to begin with. Maybe the situation just isn't a good situation. So in my opinion, I, I don't, I don't think I ever say this to people, but like, I would love people to stop trying to force people to put up with things and situations that they don't want to put up with. Like stop trying to sell people. They don't need things they don't need or want and stop trying to force positivity at people who don't need it or want it. You know, like, I don't know, maybe you've seen it tattooed on someone's wrist, but like the serenity prayer, I feel like it's pretty solid advice. Um, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change courage to change the things I can and wisdom to know the difference. And like, even if you're not like a spiritual person, like, I think this is just a great quote, which I think is why a lot of people just get like the tattooed and say these types of things. But the point is like, it's saying like, know the difference, know the difference between the, what you can change versus not that's key. If you can change them, then yeah, change your mindset, reframe it. Sure. As long as it's not like moralistically wrong. Right. But if you can change it, then you don't need to shift your mindset. Your mindset might be an alarm alerting you that something is wrong. And if you snooze the alarm or try to like change it, it might be worse, you know, change the situation. Mindset is only half of the equation. The other half is the courage to change the things that I can. I would add the courage and determination to change the things I can because you need both courage and the action of determination to change like you have to have both to make the change. Like you have the courage to do it and then the determination to keep going to make the change. But the point is that not everything is a mindset. Some things you can change. And I think that's that's part of what my, I guess my issue is with the mindset stuff is some things are just not mindset. Some things are actual issues and they shouldn't be shifted. You shouldn't force somebody to shift how they think and feel about it because their feelings are valid. And when you say things like that, maybe it's belittling, you know, and it's forcing them to think that they're wrong or there's, their things are inherently like there's something wrong with them. Um, and I feel like this comes up a lot with someone like a lot of times selling, like a lot of online people trying to sell things like, um, like shifting, like your self-worth, you know, like, well, do you think that you're worth this? Like, what do you like if someone's trying to sell you a course or something like, well, what do you think you're worth? Like it, it always comes back to you. And I'm like, no, like maybe I just don't have the budget for this right now. Like I, maybe it's not a worth situation. I understand like the value of your course or whatever it is you're going to sell me, but maybe it's not a mindset issue. Maybe I just don't have the budget and I don't want this right now, you know, but it's always like a mindset issue. Like I need to shift my mindset to buy what they're selling and that's how they're going to like sell me, you know, like it's to shift my mindset. I have, I can get all these great things if I shift my mindset into their mindset. And that just doesn't jive for me. So where do you feel like you have the most blockage in your life right now? And I think for me, taking a moment to really like feel that in my body is helpful because the body doesn't lie. Um, like I know that I feel anxious and things like, like, feeling certain things because I can feel a tightness in my chest and kind of like a crunching in my forehead and certain things in my body that tell me that I'm not feeling good. Like I'm anxious. I bite my nails. Those Like it's something is triggering me to physically act out whatever it is in my body and then figure out once you take that moment to kind of feel it in your body, like think, think through and like kind of visualize and or whatever system you have to figure out, is this blockage a mindset issue 
Or is this a situation you need to just remove yourself from or make some kind of change? And there's a difference. And like the serenity prayer says, it's the wisdom to know the difference is the real key here. So thank you so much for having me in your ears for another episode of Bare Minimum Babe. And if you like this episode, please pass it to a friend you think it could resonate with and leave a five-star review. It would be very much appreciated by me. Um, I hope this episode was in some way helpful or thought-provoking or like validated maybe something that you were thinking and kind of an issue that you were kind of like, I don't know. I don't know if that's totally correct. I hope it kind of validated that like, maybe your mindset is not messed up. Maybe someone telling you that your mindset is messed up is the issue and maybe you're fine. And maybe you're not. I don't know, right? I don't know your personal case, but I know for me when someone says that sometimes I'm like, "Mm, I don't think so. I feel like I'm pretty okay. I feel like you're just kind of, I feel like they're just kind of being a jerk and maybe I just shouldn't be around them. I don't feel like I have to shift my mindset to be treated like, like crap. Um, and that's just how they express themselves. So that doesn't sit well for me. And I hope that like you saw something in this episode and thought, yeah, maybe I don't need to shift my mindset. Cause I don't know. I don't want people feeling bad about themselves. Cause I would feel bad. I was feeling bad about myself. Like in the example that I gave earlier in this episode. So anyways, you can schedule your free 45 minute marketing consultation call If you use the scheduling link at the, if you look at the episode show notes, there is a link where you can schedule that. Um, Like I said earlier in this episode, it was 16 minutes and I was offering that for February 2023 uh, until the end of February 2023. But I realized, like I said last week, that honestly, like 30 minutes was plenty. But because I offered 60 minutes and I still want to like make sure that I feel good about it, I'm doing 45 minutes right now. Um, After February, it will drop down to 30 minutes. That way we can kind of just quickly hit on a couple things. And then after the free consulting call, we can actually get started on working on some things um, so we can actually move on stuff. So I also revamped bareminimumbabe.com. And if you're listening to this in real time, it's got all the stuff for marketing on there. Just kind of share you, share with you what I'm, you know, working on and things like that. And like right now, the main thing is that might be my tag right now is that you don't need to become a hustle monster boss, babe, to be successful. There is an easier way. Um, so I'm mainly targeting ladies like bare minimum, babe. I feel like that's speaking to women. Like I'm very clearly speaking to women. Um, it's inclusive if you want to do it, but I'm clearly targeting women just cause that's what I am trying to support and I am one and I'm trying to support us and any, like our businesses that we're working on. So I just feel like there's so much pushed on us as women and all the stuff we have to balance and all the stuff that we're not doing is just always there, like mocking us. And I just don't think that has to be true. So that's, that's kind of what I'm working on right now is helping to support you to create marketing and business strategies to not feel that way to instead feel confident and creative and empowered instead of constantly overwhelmed or burnt out or feeling like there's not enough or like, like I said, scarcity, like feeling like another woman's win in a similar, similar industry. Or, you know, if you're doing this kind of the same thing as another woman, instead of viewing her as competition, think instead, like, how can I collaborate with her? How can I support her? Like we have similar audiences, like what, how can we work together? Because I think that's more important, like supporting other women and helping us grow that way because it's, it's, you know, it's kind of an uphill battle for us. So anyways, those are the free marketing consulting calls I, I'm talking about and just marketing and business strategies for, you know, women who want to feel confident and, you know, just good about the the stuff that they're working on. So before I keep rambling for any more length of time, uh, I will be in your ear for another episode of Bare Minimum Babe next week. 
And I will talk to you then. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Toodle, my amiga. Thank <laughs> you.